you're not just kind of providing a product or service where there is zero friction to adopt it. The Your customer specifically needs to trust you. And that part takes time to ramp up. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to the Payments Innovation Podcast for another episode. Uh, this is Chris with Currency Cloud, and today I have Eyal Lifshitz from Bluevine. Eyal, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So just to kick right off, y'all, if you can give us uh, a quick background of uh, you know where you came from, what you're what you're doing now at Blue Vine, and then we can dive right in uh, from your experience. Yeah, sure. So I am the CEO and founder of Blue Vine. Before this, I worked in venture. I was a principal at Greylock IL. Uh, today they're called 83 North uh, Venture Capital Firm with offices in London and Herzliya, Israel. Prior to that, I worked. Uh, a bit at McKinsey and Company, and then I have an engineering background. Uh, and as I said, uh, I am the founder and CEO of Bluevine. I've been doing this for the last four and a half years. Okay, and appreciate that. And and kind of what made you direct yourself to Bluevine? If you can give a you know a quick background, um, I guess over uh, a high level of what Bluevine does, and then we can dive in discuss you know, your efforts towards uh, you know the reasoning for opening the Bluevine. Sure. So Bluevine provides working capital financing to small businesses online. And uh, the reason uh, I started the company was, one, always been passionate about small businesses, uh, come from a long line of small business owners. My dad was a small business owner. His father was a small business owner and was familiar with cash flow issues that small businesses uh, face and saw an opportunity to solve some of these issues with Bluevine. And then uh, as I worked in venture, I saw a lot of innovations in fintech and specifically around lending. And I realized that there's additional areas of opportunities where we started the company on invoice factoring. That's the first area. And then over time evolved to additional areas like our second product, a line of credit. So that's that's the history and, and the genesis of the company. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And you kind of hit it right at the growth of the fintech spurt. Now, and I guess... Uh, between fintech and other industries, what gave you more of an interest and in, an in idea to really dive into the fintech arena compared to other you know, other industries and startups? Now, that's a good question. I can't put exactly you know, the reason why it was fintech. The only thing I can say is that we're solving a real problem. And cash flow um, financing is something that is, it's not you know, nice to have for small businesses. It is something which you know, fundamentally, without it, they either cannot grow or, or can sometimes run out of business. And so I was looking for an area that we can really affect change and uh, make a big difference. And that's one of those areas. It's not a nice to have. Uh, and I think generally fintech, because you're touching money and money is, is usually a very important thing for a lot of people, then uh, it matters. And so I guess I was drawn to that area partially because of that. Um, thank you for that. And when you'd go into this further, when you started to you know expand and understand your business model, what type of challenges did you face, whether it's uh, you know geography, regulation, if you could touch on a couple of challenges that you faced uh, starting up uh, in the fintech arena? Sure. So 
you know, starting a company is going to be tough no matter where the industry or, or area you're touching. Startups are hard in general. Fintech, there is an additional layer of complexity because uh, you're right, you're dealing now with regulation and um, you're also kind of handling sensitive information. And so there's additional things that you need to take into account, like security, which is even more critical. So it is, I'd say, you know, generally a tougher business to start. In the beginning for us, uh, if I needed to point on, on one area, which was the hardest, it was really, you know, getting the first customers and, and um, you know, starting to make credit decisions. I think that just that part of starting out um, is challenging and scaling. But we've been uh, fortunate to be able to kind of be successful with our product and grow. But that part in the beginning, kind of getting your initial customers, getting that market fit, primarily in, um, I'd say, in fintech is is challenging. I agree. And, and as we see more fintechs come up with you know, different ideas, it's it's really interesting to see you know, how some you know, do adopt very quickly and then others know, over time, uh, it takes a bit uh, of education and understanding and then trust, as you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I think you exactly nailed it. Um, there's a matter of trust here, particularly, that you're not just kind of providing a product or service where there is zero friction to adopt it. The Your customer specifically needs to trust you. And that part takes time to ramp up. It does. And as you begin to ramp up and you start to scale... Do you see the relationships that you're having, let's say, with a banking relationship or, or other partners, do you see that trust begin to um, succeed as well, given that you know, you're having scale, you're having you know, lots more opportunities? Are those relationships that says, uh, with the vendors and banking partners, uh, are those begin to strengthen as your business starts to scale as well, do you see? Uh, yes, we do. And you know, I should say that our customers are not banks. We don't sell technology to banks. We work directly with small business owners, but we partner with banks. We work with a banking partner uh, for their infrastructure. And now we're, we're starting to work with also another bank to issue our loans. And so, yes, in the beginning, I think it is a relationship. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time to build that trust. Part of it as you know, you kind of build your credibility here. And, um, you know, over time, the relationships deepen and you're able to get more leeway in terms of what you're doing. And so certainly we see it. We see it with vendors as well. I can tell you that in fintech, there are some vendors that will not work with you until you reach a certain scale. They want to make sure that you're kind of mature enough in terms of where you are as a company, that you have all the processes and governance in place in order for them to actually work with you. And then finally, right now, we are in some partnership discussions with financial institutions that certainly they are now in a position where they're willing to have a conversation with us where, call it a year or two before, we wouldn't even have made it that far. And so part of that is that maturity. With FinTech, there is a matter of kind of proving out your business model uh, but then also getting to a point where you as a company have all the necessary sort of things in place where you are right to be working with 
financial institutions where their level of scrutiny is greater. I agree. And it's right along the lines of in parallel of what uh, we've gone through over the past five years here at Currency Cloud is building that credibility, you know, connecting you know, our partners with our customers and building that uh, credibility and keeping it sustainable along the way. And then in doing so, it kind of, for us at least, directed to, you know, specific ge- uh, geographies and where, where to focus next. And how do you guys do, go about that, of, of deciding, you know, where you'd like to start your business and then continue where to grow? How do you pinpoint where you'd like to, uh, you know, grow next and, and how do you go about doing that? There are different types of growth. There is international expansion. There's also product growth. For us, the latter one is an area we're focusing more, making sure that we have a broad suite of products. And over time, that means having the right product for your customer, uh, not just the ones that we have today. And so ultimately, multiple products. And even there, it is a question, right? What product do you do next? And part of that is listening to your customers, listening to your partners and channels, and understanding also with respect to your operations, what new product fits well. And so I'd say it's a combination of the business case, which you kind of listen to externally and internally, but also from an operation standpoint where it kind of makes sense to expand on. It's not an easy one, and usually there isn't kind of a right answer, but you make a you make a decision based on the information that you have and where you think the opportunity is most attractive. So, and, and I guess as as a as a CEO and founder of the company, it's it's really about surrounding yourself with the right leadership around you as well uh, to make those those type of decisions. Yeah, absolutely. These decisions are not um, made in a vacuum. They're made with information. They're made through having conversations as a leadership team and. Um, I shouldn't say that they're all um, unanimous. You don't need to have unanimous uh, sort of kind of points of view to move forward. The role of the CEO is is to make that call at the end of the day, but it certainly helps to get that point of view of uh, your team, which you trust. And as you see the you know more lending companies, uh, I guess fintech companies come about, um, kind of taking. For small businesses uh, away from the bank, where do you see the banks as far as lending goes as it's starting to lose some of the traction to a fintech like yourself? Uh, where do you see that in, in, let's say, five years, 10 years down the road? Do you think the traction will be uh, continue to build on the fintech side? I think you're seeing even today um, multiple directions there. One, some banks are investing more in their platforms and innovation and are looking at uh, becoming more competitive themselves. And some of them are doing it more successfully. Some of them are doing it less successfully. And so I wouldn't count them out. Um, And we are right now in uh, post-recession highs in terms of approval rates uh, for banks. It's still nowhere where it should be. uh, And that's what our alternative uh, lending market exists. But it's it's getting better. And then um, I think you'll see some banks partnering with fintech companies. Their way to participate in this market is realizing that they are not best situated to deliver the service themselves, but rather to partner with a company that is that is more sort of agile and innovative and deliver 
their service through this partnership. And then finally, I think some of the banks, you may see them even acquiring fintech companies. And some of that has happened. And uh, and maybe, you know, one last thing, I think there's another way for banks to participate in this category indirectly by providing capital to non-bank lenders. And so, you know, you're kind of seeing these four things play out, either competing directly or partnering or acquiring or indirectly participating through providing capital. So all these things I think will continue to happen and you'll see different different banks pursuing different strategies. Yeah, I think you hit it right in the head there. You know, each bank's going about it, you know, a different way um, and providing different tools to see and scope out to kind of let it play out, if you will, you know, to see what happens, kind of you know, where they want to go, whether it's acquiring or lending or, or, or um, just... Uh, letting it go. Well, Il, I appreciate the time today. If you could, for our listeners, uh, the best way to contact you and Bluevine as they peak interest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're online at bluevine.com. Blue, like the color blue, vine, as in grapevine, one word, bluevine.com. And there's also a number on the website. And we have folks that are waiting to take your calls if there's any questions and um, folks are interested in our services. Always uh, happy to have a conversation. I appreciate that, Eel. Really good information here for our listeners. Thanks again for coming on and we will speak soon. Thank you. Take care. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.